Sinister Myth, How Stories We Tell Perpetuate Violence. This podcast challenges cultural mythologies about sexuality in the West, because so often they encourage, perpetuate, or foster violences against women and minorities. It is supported by an Ohio State Affordable Learning Exchange grant and is created by Zoe Brigley thompson and Brendan Walsh. Sinister Myth is produced by Alex Amater, Deborah Eschen, Paul Kotheimer, and Mackenzie Warren. All opinions expressed are solely those of Sinister Myth producers and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of The Ohio State University. And today I want to talk to you about an issue that is near and dear to my heart. Now, if you don't know anything about me, you might not know that I'm currently engaged to a very nice man. I'm going to be married in June. Woo! You might also not know that I identify as a proud bee in the LGBTQ plus community. And even if you do know me, you still might not know that I identify as a proud bee. B is for bisexual, by the way. For those of you who heard me say proud B and immediately thought I was calling myself a proud bitch, I mean, I am that too. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk to you all about bisexual erasure. If you don't already know what bisexual erasure is, it is the term used to describe the way that the existence or legitimacy of bisexuality is questioned or just outright denied by individuals and in the media. And it has become a really salient issue in my mind as of late as I continue planning for my wedding in June. Now, for a lot of people, there's this assumption that when a person gets married, that is it. They are no longer bisexual. They have chosen sides. That is bisexual erasure, and I don't want that to happen to me. So I'm going to go ahead and paint a picture for all of you listeners out there of what else bisexual erasure looks like because I'm tired of the lack of education around bisexuality. Now, if you have ever heard someone describe a bisexual person as just going through a phase while they try to figure out if they're gay or straight, that, my friends, is bi-erasure. If you have a bisexual friend in a relationship with someone of their same gender and you describe them as being in a gay or lesbian relationship, that is bi-erasure. If they're in a relationship with someone of the opposite gender and you say they're in a straight relationship, that's bi-erasure too. Don't do that shit. If you've ever heard bisexuality referred to as a stepping stone stage or as a layover on the way to gay town, that's right, Sex in the City writers. I'm talking about you. That attacks the existence and the legitimacy of bisexuality and is therefore bisexual erasure. And I know, I know that there are very few out bisexual celebrities. I know that the media has rarely portrayed bisexual people in movies and TV shows, and I know that when they have, they have generally perpetuated the idea that bisexuality isn't real. Surprise, surprise, that's bi-erasure too. But because of this, you can't blame too many people for not being educated. That is going to be an unpopular opinion. But really, you can't. Should they go out of their way to educate themselves? Yes, they should. But is that what people really do in real life? Go out of their way to learn? No. We learn most of what we know from the media, from our parents, and from our peers. If we don't get exposure to bisexual people from the media, and neither our parents nor our peers identify as bisexual and want to teach us, then we aren't going to learn. And it's time 
for us to learn. It's time for heterosexual people and non-heterosexual people to get educated because bisexual erasure is not just an annoying thing that bisexual people deal with on occasion. Bisexual erasure is a form of violence that bi people face every day. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to go ahead and drop some facts for y'all. According to GLAAD, that's G-L-A-A-D, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, bisexual people have higher rates of anxiety, depression, and other mood disorders compared to gays, lesbians, and heterosexuals. According to the Office for National Statistics, bisexual women are twice as likely as their straight counterparts to experience domestic abuse from a partner. According to a study from the American Journal of Preventative Medicine, bisexual men are disproportionately affected by HIV and STIs because many bisexual men are too ashamed to seek out proper health care. I know this is depressing, but don't get too comfortable because I have two more. According to the Pew Research Center, only 28% of bi or pan people can feel safe enough to come out to their friends and family. And lastly, according to the Human Rights Campaign, bisexual people face minority stress and are more likely to engage in self-harming behaviors and attempted suicide than gay, lesbian, or heterosexual adults. Why? Why is this happening to bisexual people? Well, the trend of bisexual erasure makes us feel invalidated and fake when we come across people who don't believe in bisexuality. And when we come across people who do believe bisexuality is real, we tend to be fetishized and perceived as promiscuous, predatory, and untrustworthy. In other words, invisible enough to experience the negative psychological effects of erasure, but still visible enough to be battered with stigma and discrimination. Crazy how that shit works. So if we break this down, reduced visibility means less educated society, which leads to worse health outcomes for bisexual people and reduced access to resources and support. But wait, can't bisexual people always turn to the LGBTQ plus community for support? You may ask me. Well, I wish I could say the answer was yes. The reality is that there has historically been a stigma towards bisexual people from within the LGBTQ plus communities. And it's because of that same assumption I mentioned earlier, the assumption that a bisexual person is actually straight or gay or lesbian, and that they just haven't accepted it about themselves yet. An article by the Movement Advancement Project claims that bi people actually make up nearly 52% of the LGBTQ plus community, and yet they still are sometimes excluded from the narratives at pride festivals and LGBTQ celebrations. It's as though bisexual people are too gay for heterosexuals, but too straight for the LGBTQ. This puts bisexual people, essentially, in limbo, where their mental and physical health will continue to decline, all as a result of widespread bi-erasure. We live our lives being perceived as greedy fence-sitters, ostracized by both straight people and gay people because of bisexual erasure and the violence it causes. Even if you're like me, a bisexual 22-year-old who has blended in a straight my entire life and will soon be assumed to be straight by everyone I meet because I'm marrying a straight man, the effects of bisexual erasure can be incredibly taxing. It isn't easy to know that you're only being treated with respect because you have unintentionally concealed a part of yourself. That is why the world needs more education on bisexuality. It needs more allies and more acceptance and less assumptions. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. 
You will never catch me doing this shit ever again. But I enjoyed speaking to you all, and I hope you learned at least a little bit about bisexual erasure and will consider becoming an ally in the future.